Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. And again, we want to thank everyone for listening yesterday and today. Um, We've been more uh, sports-oriented today. Yesterday was a tough show, but it was important. I think it was therapeutic for both sides, both uh, for us to to broadcast and for hopefully you to listen. Received a lot of wonderful feedback, so thank you for reaching out and letting us know that um, you at least... uh, listened to the show and and took something away from it. Um, And then we started the show today with uh, uh, a positive story, as positive as you could possibly be after what happened. Um, I I tweeted out, and and again, a reminder, just pay attention to be very careful to the different accounts and fundraisers set up, because you want to make sure if you you do plan to donate any money to the families, that that's where it's going to go directly to the families. But I retweeted uh, the the official GoFundMe's for um, for Lisa Lopez Galvan, her family, um, and also I uh, I tweeted out a link to the uh, GoFundMe for the Reyes family who had uh, two daughters that were wounded in the shooting yesterday. And also a link to uh, where you can donate to uh, Children's Mercy Hospital and the Kids Fund. Um, and, I, you know, and those are through the families and friends of the family. And so you can uh, feel comfortable knowing any of those. If you go to at SSJWHP, the money goes right to the families. And overnight, because of the time change, it was overnight here in Kansas City, but it was early evening and. Melbourne, Australia, we find out when we wake up this morning that at the GoFundMe for uh, Lisa Lopez Galvan, the memorial and her family, um, Taylor Swift posted a message sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love, Taylor Swift, as she donated $100,000 to the memorial fund for, uh, for Lisa Lopez Galvan. So she's one of us. Another one of us is Tim Grenhard. Timmy, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, brokenhearted. Um, been following uh, some of uh, your uh, stuff on Twitter and listening a little bit on the radio and some of the podcasts or you know the replays of the shows just to kind of. Get an idea of what's going on. I feel like I'm kind of out of the loop down here in Florida, although, you know, it has been national coverage. But uh, my heart is in Kansas City, uh, you know, with Lisa and, uh, and you know, obviously her family. Um, and she's a, know, gradu- I, she's a graduate from, from Bishop yeah. E.H. and so, and her kids, yeah. you know, and so I know that's, that's uh, you're, yeah. you're a part of the Bishop E.H. family. Absolutely. Uh, my daughters uh, were in school with their kids. Um and uh, I, I didn't really particularly know Lisa very well. I ran across her a couple of times at different events. You know, seen her picture. Um, you know, like, oh yeah, uh, gosh, I, I remember her. I remember her. So it's sad. Uh, it's uh, it breaks your heart. It, it kind of reminds me. Uh, you know, to kind of um, bring in a kind of a personal story. Uh, you know, so high and so happy and so joyous, uh, and then you know you just crash. Uh, when something like this happens, and obviously the parade just, like, my heart broke. 
Uh, my brothers were there. All the ambassadors were there, uh, not too far from the action, um, from uh, the stage. And, and uh, so uh, contacted a bunch of those guys to make sure they were okay, and, and they were, but uh, they were shaken up like everybody else. But it reminds me a little bit, uh, 1988, uh, we won the national championship at Notre Dame and, and um, uh, went to the White House. Uh, and it was, it was just an unbelievable day, a beautiful day. Uh, flew back, um, and one of my teammates, Bobby Satterfield, uh, went to dinner and passed away uh, at the dinner table, had like a seizure and, and, and just died. And, and um, just the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. And uh, that's kind of how I felt uh, when, when this happened is your highest of highs. You're so excited about the Super Bowl, so excited about the parade, a beautiful day in Kansas City. And then the lowest of lows when, when, when something like this happens and it, it just breaks your heart. And, you know, praying for the families um, and uh, the ambassador group, I know we're, 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 we're uh, contemplating what we could do. Um, we're going to try to obviously raise money, but also, um, you know, also try, try to make a difference in the community, too. Uh, one of the things that uh, we uh, just recently have built a connection and a relationship with Cal, with the Police Athletic League. And um, I think that that's going to be one of our main uh, bucket uh, uh, charities that we're going to be uh, working with and, you know, hopefully be able to um, help kids and give kids direction and so that they maybe make better decisions in their lives. Uh, maybe we can help out with that. So, you know, there's no easy answers, obviously, guys, and we're all heartbroken and it just, it's just a it's just a um, it's a horrible, horrible situation. But uh, all you can do is pray and hope and try and make a difference. So let's uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. Yeah, Manny. let's um, do it. The uh, Gabe Diarmid said earlier this was the best one of the three. What, what are you going to say? Uh, well, I was going to say before we get too far away okay. because my okay. memory's everywhere. That Chicago kid named Nick Allegretti. Mm. <laughs> playing the game with a torn UCL the Chicago way. He steps in, and he plays at a high level for Joe Tooney. And I know, when I saw, as soon as I read that article, I thought about you and how much you loved it and how much pride you must have taken in that interior offensive lineman from Chicago stepping in there. And, and Patrick Mahomes said, we told him we need you. We need you in this game. We need you to stay in. He played every single snap with a torn UCL. And I think back to that uh, that event that we did together at the Big Brothers, Big Sisters, yeah. Yeah. at the NFL Draft. It was me and you and Nick Allegretti and having a chance to talk to him and spend some time with him. Grunny, how much did you love that story about Nick Allegretti? Yeah, I mean, I obviously love the kid. Uh, you know, he's from Plainfield, Illinois, which is a southern, uh, south suburb of Chicago, not too far from uh, where I grew up. Uh, he went to Providence uh, Catholic, uh, which was a team that uh, we played a little bit in baseball, basketball, not in football. But, but uh, so I uh, knew, knew his family a little bit, uh, knew uh, of him uh, when he went to the University of Illinois, and um, really proud of him. Steve, and that, that's a great question. Great question, Nate. Um, you know, here's a kid that uh, I told you when he's in there, he brings a lot of juice. He brings a lot of enthusiasm. He finishes plays. He does all the little things right. He may not be the most athletic guy. He may not be as athletic as, a, you know, Joe Tooney or, 
or even a Creed Humphrey or even Trey Smith. But but anytime he's in there, you know, you can depend on him. And, and this is just another uh, example of a guy that, uh, you know, put his well-being ahead of everybody, uh, ahead of ahead of himself and, and uh, did just a wonderful job out there battling with, with that injury and just really proud. And, and I didn't hear the story about Patrick Mahomes saying, hey, man, we need you. But uh, I could see Nick, is, is, you know, a, he would have ran through a wall uh, to, to play in that game and, and to compete like he did. So, you know, that just, uh, once again, it gets back to Brett Beach. And, and Brett Beach has done an unbelievable job of bringing in talent uh, not only, you know, for the initial 22, but right after that initial 22. Drew, just think about Drew Tranquil and what a role he played this year. Uh, think about uh, Nick Allegretti and the role he played this year. Um, so, I mean, this, the guys that, that he's been able to bring in uh, to kind of be backups, and uh, they stepped up and, and played really well and played really tough and, and been a big part of this Super Bowl run. And, and, and I think that's something that, a lot of times we don't remember. You can remember, you know, they're bringing in Bolton and Gay, great football players. You're bringing in Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. But the Nick Allegretti's and the Drew Tranquils are the guys that are the, are the, the guts of that, of that football team. And, and I'm just really happy that people are now recognizing the toughness and, and, and the ability of, uh, of, of this team to, to adjust after injuries. And next man up, man, that is so cool. But I mean, I'm sure you've talked about it. I know you played through some very painful injuries, uh, and you you showed a tremendous amount of toughness in your career with the Chiefs. And I know that they would have probably had to drag him off the field in the Super Bowl, wanting to to get that ring as a participant after what happened in that Tampa game. But still, I mean, damn! I mean, the torn, torn UCL in the second quarter, and he didn't he didn't miss a snap. I mean, maybe take us through just the the level of difficulty to do what he needed to do to do his job despite that injury for over half the game. Yeah, I mean, that's really difficult. That's an injury that uh, is just so important. You know, that part of the body is so important for the offensive line and obviously for everybody. But, you know, with your punch and, you know, your hand placement and and dry blocking and and all those things that you need to do to be a a good offensive lineman, um, you know, it's hindered. And, you know, the weakness, I'm sure that uh, you know. I don't think he felt the pain as much. I, I bet the adrenaline uh, of the game and uh, just the idea of us. I'm in the Super Bowl. And I'm going to go ahead and just gut it out. Uh, I'm betting that he was really, really sore after the game in the next couple of days. But during the game, he just probably felt some weakness and like he just didn't have the same kind of pop that, that he had earlier. And and with that, then you know, uh, you know, I always tell people that. And listen, I'm I'm not downplaying uh, his unbelievable effort to play in this game but you know he other things took over uh pass blocking a lot of times you pass block with your feet if your feet in the right position and you and your body's in the right position uh then you know you you've got to have a chance to have success even if you have some upper body issues uh and run blocking you know listen he he just kept his feet moving and uh and just had so much uh energy and and just so much uh toughness uh, to, you know, a lot of blocking back. And there was times when he was pulling and getting around and, and getting up on linebackers with that with that injury. It's just amazing. It, that is a great story of perseverance and grit. And that's what this team is really all about. Really, you know, that, that's a microcosm of this season for the team. You know, we've had, we've had drops. We've had penalties. We have had issues all year. But guys have gritted it out. Guys have toughed it out. And Nick Allegretti obviously did that. And, and, and that's 
You know, that comes from the top. That comes from guys like Patrick Mahomes with his ankle last year. That comes with guys like Travis Kelsey with his knee earlier in the year. Uh, that comes with guys that, you know, Bolton and Gay have been banged up and hurt, and they've come back. So, I mean, that, that's, you know, that comes from the top. It comes from the, from the, from the leadership of the team, and, and it trickles down. That trickle-down theory of toughness and grit uh, certainly uh, was, was, was evident in the play of Nick Allegretti as, as he finished that football game. So I'll go back to uh, to the previous question then, Grunny. Best of the three Super Bowls? Like, how would you rank this one in terms of how good this game was? Yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was. Um, you know, I think the first one, we were just so excited that they were in the game uh, and, you know, obviously playing the 49ers, and they were down 10. And that's just been that's been the common theme. <laughs> Jeez, you know, getting down. And, and uh, uh, but, you know, so that was a great game, but, um, I you know for some reason you know obviously the Tampa we we don't we don't talk about that but uh, the Philly game was and just I just was watching the Philly game again yesterday it was on the NFL Network I was watching that again and and that was a, it was a fun game it was there's a lot of side stories with the Kelsey brothers but this game just I don't know it just it it, it was uh, you know listen that was a hell of a football team that they beat. Uh, they, their offense was as good. I mean, that was a super team. And this team uh, was able to find ways to win this football game through defense, uh, through Patrick Mahomes uh, making plays at the end, through special teams. I mean, it was a complete team effort. That was the great thing about this football game. Special teams, yes, check, won that. Defense, yes, check, won that. And the offense, you know, it may have been a wash, but at the very end, check it, they won. They found a way to go down the field and score a touchdown when touchdowns were uh, few and far between over the last, uh, you know, 16, 17 quarters. And they just went down there and scored a touchdown. And Patrick Mahomes willed it with his feet, with his mind, and with his arm. And probably in that order. It was just awesome to watch him conduct that football team to watch him take that football team on his shoulders and go win that win that game. That is what the GOAT does. That's what the greatest of all times do, and that's why he's in the conversation. We have Hall of Famer, Chiefs Hall of Famer, Tim Grunhard on the line talking about the Super Bowl victory over the Niners. We'll have another segment with Timmy after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Stephen St. John and APK on this Friday, February 16th. I'm just an emotional old fellow, ain't I? Uh, never know when it's going to hit you. Uh, we got Tim Grenhard on the line. Timmy, uh, back-to-back championships, now with a chance to three-peat. Yeah, did you ever think you would hear that out of my mouth? No. No. I, I mean, it's just it's an amazing run. And, you know, I was thinking about Patrick Mahomes and the, the effect that he has not only on this team but on the NFL. I mean, think, think about the guys that he's left in his wake uh, this year and throughout his career so far. I mean, start with Lamar Jackson, and then go to Josh Allen, Josh Burrow, Jalen Hurd, Tua, and now Purdy. And it reminds me a little bit of, you know, my heyday of sports back in the day when, 
we actually had decent Chicago sports teams with Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan, you know, there was a lot of really good basketball players. Those, that, that list of quarterbacks I just read out may be the best list of quarterbacks um, that ever played the game at the same time. I mean, that's really talented, talented quarterbacks, really good quarterbacks. Um, so for Patrick Mahomes to be able to transcend those guys and to win the way he has, and to and if I were those guys, I'd be looking like, man, I, I don't have a chance. When Patrick Mahomes is playing, we don't have a chance. And that's the way people felt with Michael Jordan. You know, Carl Malone and Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller and all those guys, those are legendary Hall of Fame basketball players. But guess what? They were never able to, uh, to uh, win a championship, uh, per se, because of Michael Jordan. And that's what the effect that Patrick Mahomes is having on the NFL right now. So the three-peat, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a legit deal now. There's some some things the Chiefs are going to have to do in the off season, and they're going to have to find ways to pay guys and 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 manipulate the cap a little bit. Uh, but uh, they certainly have the the talent. And then the other story I think that uh, other than Patrick Mahomes, I think the other big story that came out of the Super Bowl is Spags. I mean, think about they the Chiefs face the number two, the number three, the number four, and the number six offense in the playoffs, and they. Those teams are averaging almost 30 yards, of, uh, uh, 30 excuse me, 30 points a game during the season, and Spags and this defense hold them down to about 15 or 16 points, just about half in the playoffs. Um, you know, I know Spags has signed a new contract, and I'm really excited about that. But I'm going to make it my, my green box statement uh, that Marty used to call it the green box statement. If you have a statement and you want to, you know, put it and make it, make it true, you put it in the green box and we had a box upstairs. I don't know, but that, that's what he's called the green box statement. So the green box statement is that, uh, when Andy Reid retires, Spags is going to be certainly one of the guys they, they consider to be the head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs when it's all said and done. Um, I think that's the kind of respect he has around the league now. I think that's the kind of respect he has in this organization. I think it's the kind of respect that Andy Reid has. And with that re-signing of, of, of uh, Spags just now, uh, I think Andy's got you know two or three more, maybe four more years. I think Spags takes over right after that, and uh, I think that'd be a great transition. So this team is healthy, this organization is healthy. Um, our fan base, our fan base is brokenhearted, but we're resilient and we're gritty, just like our team. Um, and uh, we're yes. going to get through this together. We're going to get through it together. I mean, we're all heartbroken. Um, I, I just I, I can't tell you uh, the different uh, emails and text messages I've gotten from uh, Bishop Meage community and, and the St. Agnes community, um, and it just it breaks your heart. But you know what? We're resilient here in Kansas City, and I know Lisa would want us to be resilient. And I know she'd want us to stand up and put our chin up and celebrate the greatness of the Chiefs organization and the greatness of the city. This is a great city. This is why I stayed in Kansas City. It's for people like you, Stephen, people like you, Nate, and Jake, and, and for, you know, raise my family here with a bunch of really good people, really good schools, really good communities, and, um, and, and, and we're not going to be shaken. We're not going to be shaken. We're going to be heartbroken, and we're going to be sad, but we're not going to be shaken. We are not going to let this uh, define who we are. So um, uh, I applaud all, all of my family, uh, all the Chiefs kingdom that was out there and, and, and re- were resilient through the, that situation. And um, I know for a fact 
I know for a fact that the Kansas City Chief players are looking at the way that the fans, everybody reacted there, and they're in awe of you, just like you're in awe of them. You guys who are out there and and were were, were resilient and, and took care of business and and, uh, and 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 reacted the way you did. God bless you. And you know what? There's a lot of people out there that are standing and applauding uh, the Chiefs kingdom right now. Uh, Timmy, before I know you have to run pretty soon, before we let you go, can I read something to you that I find wonderful? I think it, it will put a smile on you. Well, I know it will put a smile on your face. I think it will put a smile on Nate's face, Jake's face. It's already put a smile on my, on my face. And, I, and again, when I saw this, one of the first people I thought of was you, Timmy. And so just, just let, let me read this, and then afterwards I'd love to get your reaction to this. <clears throat> so, when the time arrived to give Patrick Mahomes the Lombardi, John Elway proceeded with a smile, even though the 63-year-old later admitted that he wasn't too keen on giving the trophy to Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love this already. I love it. He's admitting it's admitting it pissed him off. He said, not because he was a Bronco for life, but also because he was rooting for the 49ers to win the game. Oh, you think? Hmm. On Adam Schefter's podcast, Elway said, you know, I really didn't think about being on the Raiders' home field. But I was really hoping for, obviously, good friends with John Lynch and my good friend Kyle Shanahan. I was really rooting for them. But it was a tremendous game, and the Chiefs played great. But I'd have much rather given it to the 49ers. Ah! Well, we, you know what? The good thing is we, we gave it to him. How about That's that? right. He had to go up there, and this is this what's even better. That trophy, that win, gives the Chiefs four championships and the Broncos three. That Lombardi trophy gave Mahomes three championships and Elway two. And I know that that he, he, he put us through hell back in the day. But damn it, Timmy, on the Raiders' home field, for him to have to gallop up there with the Lombardi Trophy and have to hand it over to the Chiefs, basically putting the exclamation point on this new dynasty. How satisfying was that for you to see that? Yeah, when, when I saw him grab that, I think it was Larry Zonka, and then Larry had it and gave it to uh, away. And you could see that that was one of those fake smiles. It was He was not real happy about having to do that. And and, uh, you know, I hate to be petty, but I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times he's, he's broken my heart with rolling out one way and throwing all the way across the field the other way to make a big play to win a game at the very end or something like that against us. And, um, yeah, no, it, uh, it was great uh, to have him uh, have to swallow a little bit of, I would I would say, hey, uh, to uh, to bring up bring up that trophy to Patrick Mahomes, and 
And I love what Patrick said on the on the stage. I, he was great. You know, Travis is always great. And, you know, he's he's a personality. And you know, the, and I thought I thought of you when he was singing the singing his uh, Elvis stuff. I thought that's, right. that's exactly who I thought of was you. And then, uh, but when uh, Patrick Holmes just said, you know, uh, this game was a microcosm of our season. Uh, he was exactly right. It was. Um, and uh, the good life lessons you learned. And I said something earlier on the on a radio show earlier this week. It um, said, you know, um, you know, we all have fourth down situations in life that we got to go convert. And right now, Kansas City, we have fourth down situations we got to go convert. And, and our, you know, our guys have, uh, have given us an example of, 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 you know, that tenacity and that grit to do those kind of things, and uh, we have to do that too in our lives, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, whether it's, uh, you know, situations that we feel like we're helpless or out of control, um, you know, we, we have to just keep on going, got to keep on playing, go to the next play, and and, uh, and uh, that, that, that that's what made me smile, is, is, is knowing that Patrick Mahomes gets it. He gets it, um, and um, He's a, he's a special guy. Uh, and you know what? And I love that you guys brought up about Taylor Swift. Um, and you know what? And, 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 and you got to give. So Taylor Swift, I mean, listen, she's taking a lot of flack. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. But the, re, the reality is, is you know, she, she's got a relationship with a guy on, on, on the team. And, you know, and, and she's been banged and she's been, she's been uh, you know, maligned, much maligned from NFL people. But you know what? She's got a big heart. And everything I've heard about her has been positive from everybody I've talked to. So good for her. I'm glad that she's a part of the Chiefs kingdom. I'm glad she's a part of Kansas City now. And I'm glad that she's helping out these families. Good for her. That's, that's awesome. And, um, and, I, and I'm going to give some credit. I'm, I'm usually not one of the uh, guys that um, is a big fan of, of Patrick Mahomes' brother. Um, I'm just not. Uh, but, but I will tell you that uh, all the stories I've heard is that he stepped up at, at, after the, the situation and and uh, and helped some kids and you know made kids feel comfortable and uh, he showed that uh, you know he's got a big heart. So there's been people that have been much much maligned uh, uh, by Twitter and around the Chiefs Chiefs Kingdom or around the NFL, and uh, both of them stepped up and, and and did a great job. So you know what. If you're going to malign people and you're not going to, uh, you know, be positive with people when they do good things, you got to step up and say, hey, you know what, they did. So congratulations to uh, all the people that helped people also after this situation. But, man, I'll tell you, um, I'm so proud of this team. I'm so proud of this organization. Um, you know, my family, the Chiefs are my family. Uh you know, like I always said earlier in the week, it's like watching your little brothers out there playing. You're just so proud of them. Your heart just, just fills up with joy uh, to see them out there competing and doing the things that they love for this city and for their team and, and for the organization. And, man, it, it's awesome. And just to let you know, hey, thanks for calling in from Florida because it's snowing right now in Kansas City. So. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, uh, we're, uh, so I'm going up here to Daytona 500. Yeah, I do it great. every year. Thanks. Uh, but uh, I think it's going to be rained out on Sunday, so uh, you can feel oh. sorry for me a little bit because uh, no. it's a big storm. It's going to be raining all day, so we're going to have to probably head home and then drive. I'm, I think I'm going to drive back Monday and watch it. But, but yeah, it's uh, 73 degrees and sunny right now. It's a little cold, but mm. uh, you know we'll get through it. Yeah, you know what? You'll suffer through. Hey, Timmy, thank you so yeah. much for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. That's uh, Tim Grunhard, and it is snowing. I don't know where you are in the city, but I'm looking out, and there's a, a nice blanket of snow on the ground, and 
Snow in the air. Jake, I need a ruling from you. All right, yeah. Look at me. Yes, sir. I'm looking at you to be fair, well, to be an arbitrator. Don't be a kiss ass. All right. Jeff, who's listening very closely to the show. What's up, Jeff? But also monitoring what's going on X and Twitter. Apparently stumbled onto a tweet that was made 23 minutes ago. And I believe 23 minutes ago is during this show. Oh, no. And the, and the tweet... A first-class broadcaster and somehow an even better person, not to mention the best smile in the business. MLS is lucky to have this man captaining its coverage. And that tweet was made by Nate Bucati. And Jeff retweeted that to me and said, Hey, SSJ, Nate is tweeting about soccer during the show. Does the band continue for another week? Jacob Terrace, I, I, I put the evidence at your feet. I think we flap his wrist. That was never that was never part of the bet. I'm gonna tell you this is real bold, real ballsy of you though. Well, <laughs> I'm curious. Like, was it during a break? What was yes. 23 minutes? Uh, uh, is it? Yes. 23 uh, minutes ago was during a break. Yes. I don't think so. It was right during I that first I break. Do not, hard segment. I do not think it was. I don't think it was. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That wasn't part oh, of the no, bet. No, 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 no it doesn't no, no. matter. So you know it was during a segment. It was not during a segment. Here's what he you said. It doesn't honest. matter. You need to be honest. I don't I believe it was during a commercial he, break. He, Do you believe, believe it or what? Yes. Now all of a sudden he backed off. Oh, it doesn't matter. If he knew it was during a commercial break, he would have stuck with that. He immediately, oh, it doesn't matter if it was a commercial break. It was. During, it was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Todd Lebo even says social media and the radio are different. Todd can shut his mouth. But if you're doing it during the show. Just, uh, during that the, wasn't during, part of the bet. Uh, well, no, I'm just for your focus. He's don't taunting be us about soccer during an interview with Tim. He's Gunnar. taunting us. Very ballsy is what I say. <laughs> well, that's what can I say? That's yeah. that's what I am. I'm a ballsy You're guy. Cocksure of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> the coxman, Olibo, coxman. Anyways, how's the radio on the radio? Different. Thank you, Todd. If it wasn't for Todd, I wouldn't have been on this second right. week anyway. Yeah. <laughs> now he's feeling guilty. Giveth and taketh. <laughs> he knows what'll happen to me if I have to go another week. That's funny because when Todd walked by, our job shadow here behind me. Jack, he was like, "Is that one of the higher ups?" Yeah, it sure <laughs> I is. said, "You know what? It Wait sure till he comes is. back and ask him." Oh, goes, he, he, Jack, <laughs> our, our our job shadows. Uh, is Lebo going to be here? He knew. Yeah, he went. He wants to meet the guys. Yeah, I feel like he make didn't the really magic come happen. here to watch our show. He came here to meet Lebo. Well, well that's so a smart what? man. So uh, that's what I do sometimes. I, I come in. I don't want to do the show. I just want to talk to Lebo. Uh, well, see, there it there. is. We'll be right back after this on WHB. Okay, this could be a this could be a little fun, a gigantic mistake. We have a job shadow in here who's been sitting in with Jake for almost four hours, and boy, who knows what he's learned in there. Jack, do you want me to say your what's your last? Do you want to say your last name? Or do you just want to be Jack. Uh, you can you, right up there. You go. You can say my last name. You say what? Present yourself. What's your name? My name's Jack Yamada. And what school do you go to? St. Pius X Catholic School in Kansas City, Missouri in the Northland. There we you know, go. The, the X stands for the number 10, the 10 right? Whatever. You know, that's, hey, yes, you know, 
Yeah, it's, we SPX. We get it. So uh, and so then you saw me at the Mizzou uh, Seton Hall game. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, me suffering through an awful brand of basketball with my daughter Selena. So, and you approached me. And so did you recognize me or did, did someone with you recognize me? I don't think you recognize me. How did you know? Oh, I kind of recognized you. Then I pointed it out to my parents and there and I go, that's Stephen St. John. And uh, my mom, I was nervous to go up to you. I I don't think you're an intimidating guy anymore. No, I'm a big <laughs> guy there. But my mom's like, you should go up with him. So does your mom or dad listen? Do they know? Or uh, My dad listens to the show. Okay. What's your dad's name? Brian. What's up, Brian? And so... You uh, so you approach me and you you, told, you introduce yourself yeah. and you know I like that that take discussion yeah. right yeah a young man goes up and says, introduces extends his hand uh, and I go to Pius and of course you know I'm, I'm a Pius guy and so then you ask if you could come in and watch us do the show sometime and I, I said sure and so then we I gave you my card we would text it back and forth and finally made it happen yeah uh, and so is this is this a big letdown. Is it, are you like, did you come in and you're like, oh, this is all it is? This is so disappointing. Like, what's been your reaction today? Uh, well, to the point about Lebo. Yeah. Uh, Lebo's a good dude, but yeah. the show's been good so far. Okay, well, thank you. That's He's a good dude. Yeah. The show. And so this, is this something you want to do when uh, when when you're, you're out of college? Is this something you want to pursue? You're interested in broadcasting? Yeah, I want to do something like Nate does, like Uh-oh. a play-by-play or something oh. in the sports field. He likes what you do, Nate Bucati. How about play that? Play-by-play. Do you have a specific sport you yeah. would like to do? Why don't you ask him about some of that yeah. play-by-play? Yeah. Ask him what sports he does. Come on, dig in there, please. Nate, what sports do you do? Yeah. I'd be happy oh, yeah. to talk to you about that after no, the show's over in a few minutes. Don't disappointing, uh, you um, man. I've done some tell basketball him. in my life. What did college basketball for 14 years. Women's basketball, big proponent of that. Seeing Caitlin Clark, what, what you, she you did. I'd be happy to do that in a private meeting with you. Ask so him what, what his favorite sport let's, is. Let's, let's let uh, this young man, no. you know. What's have his pr- moment in the sun. So what What sport, if you could do any sport, do, do you like all of them? Is there a sport in particular you'd like to do play-by-play for? Uh, probably, definitely baseball or basketball. Okay. Baseball right. and basketball. Who's Good. your favorite teacher at St. Pius? You're really going to put me yeah, on the spot, Yeah, well, if they Steven? hear it, then maybe they're going to give you a little boost in the grade. Yep. Give, don't, name a couple of them. Who do you like? Good, good uh, teachers. Gardner's there. good. Yeah. Gardner's uh, the man. I need a boost in uh, religion, so okay. well, I got to throw in wood there. Come on, wood. Uh, would you please? Yeah. Would you please? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to help you or not. Yeah. How about a shout out to Principal Bob Lee? How about that? Principal Bob Lee, you're the best. Yeah, he is the See? best. You, you got to butter your bread here. That's you know? exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Anyone else you want to say hi to that's out there? You got this opportunity. Um, my parents, yeah. uh, my sister, uh my is sisters. It, oh, older or younger sisters? Younger. So w- w- are they at Pius? Will they go to Pius? One's a sophomore at oh. Pius. Okay. All right, then. She's actually friends with Julia. Oh, she's friends with Julia? Really? Okay, what's and what's her name? Annie. Okay. She, I, th- I think she's in her Spanish class. Okay, very good. All right, with Senora. All right, very good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Hey, I'm, I'm a little hey, concerned. You need a bump in religion class. Well, I'm a little. Know, I'm a little concerned about. I'm that. gonna tell you this. That's high praise because Ju- to be a friend of Julia. I was gonna say there's that, that's yeah. a very short list, right? So that means your sister's something special. Rarefied air, you know. So yeah. All right. So you you give this a thumbs up or thumbs down? 
Definitely two thumbs up. Did you learn anything from Jake? Yes. Did he try to get you to live bed during the second half of basketball games? Don't do it. Did he give no, you any cayenne no. pepper uh, ginger right. shots or anything like that today? The, those look disgusting. Well, <laughs> well, hey, you know what's not disgusting? He brought in donuts. Yeah, yeah that's right. Say. So he knows how to make those radio guys happy. That's poison. Jack, you can come back and visit <laughs> whenever you want. You're a St. Pius X warrior, and that's why we like you, and you want to be like Nate Bucati, so you've really hit all the notes here. And you think, <laughs> Heck yeah. And you think Lebo's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, for our friend Jack, I'm Steven. That's Nate. That's Jake. Have a great weekend on Sports Radio 810 WHP.